Welcome to The Quality Horizon, a podcast produced by the IAQG for the IAQG. Greetings, everyone, and welcome. You are listening to The Quality Horizon, the official podcast of the IAQG. I'm Susan Matson, your host. Today, I am joined with Eric Dubois. Eric is the Quality Vice President of Safran Cabin. Additionally, he is also the performance team lead, as well as a contributor to the 9100 standard. Welcome, Eric. Hello, Susanna. Hello, and thank you for joining us today. So one of the things that we really wanted to talk about in depth is that performance team. What is the role that the performance team plays within the IAQG? Our performance team is uh, uh, the team where we are looking to seek for data information to share and see whether EAQG as a whole is delivering what is expected. Of course, it's a very uh, young team uh, creating stepping stone activity. We are not uh, there yet, but uh, of course, EAQG is also a new organization. So we are experimenting. And uh, let's say that uh, for a time we were looking at uh, where we were going, but now we know. And there is a a full team around it, uh, around me, which is working uh, towards uh, uh, finding the right uh, measurement, the right element in order to give feedback to the whole EAQG organization, whether it's a standard, whether it's the OPMT, to give them the the feedback on what they are doing and asking them as customers, because they are all, whether they are from the different um, platform, they are all customers from us asking us to look and see, to give a feedback on EAQG performance. That is why it's called performance. Thank you. So feedback, feedback is a very important part of this, and it really is about the value bringing it to the industry. So it's my understanding when you were in Brussels not too long ago, at the IAQG meeting week and and the General Assembly, where that team started to form and begin to gel together and talk about that feedback. But they probably, in my guess, is they've talked about some of the pain points. So what are the things that you are really looking for that team is really looking for to understand and get a better understanding of that feedback? What are some of the pain points that you're looking well, at? The really the three element would be first to give a, a data in order to see how we are performing according to expectation on what we are doing today. That's the first part. And uh, mm-hmm. for that, we do a survey. The survey is uh, another way because APIs are coming from the system and everything, but also an opportunity for people to speak and ask questions differently and directly to the customers of the AQG. The second part is uh, we are looking at the data. We have in AQG now a lot of data gathered and we are funding a lot of expectation on Oasis V3 because Oasis V3 will give us a lot of data to let people benchmark themselves around all the standards and all their situation and where they are and if they are performing according to it. Last point is at the end also to give a cockpit, to have all the steps and to see if the AQG as a growing organization is delivering exactly at the level it expects. Wonderful. So the data that you're monitoring, and you you talked about the survey, and and you also talked about bringing data together. So a couple things there that I wanted to dive what is that survey that you're doing on an annual basis with the members? Oh, yes. The survey is a, a simple questionnaire that we are going through, which is build 
with the, the different streams and uh, where we are asking, are you satisfied? What, are, what is your situation and what do you expect next from the streams? So it's a simple questionnaire and actually we made it a little bit too complex and we are working to simplify it more direct, less, uh, less complex in order to make, let everybody also express himself. So you did do this this past year. Were there any aha moments? Were there any points where you said, hmm, that's something we definitely need to, to take a closer look at? There were some uh, some very interesting feedback. And uh, the first point out of the survey shows that uh, the 9145, the APQP is becoming uh, the most popular uh, standard uh, from the AQG. But uh, that's not the only thing. There is an, also uh, something which is coming uh, very strongly which is remote uh, situation and also uh, the digitalization. We see that today uh, these two axes are really activities which are becoming obvious, and especially with the young generation. I definitely heard that and echoed and heard that when I was also in Brussels. And even in a previous conversation that we had here on the podcast with Andy, the president of the IAQG, he talked about that digital transformation and all that data. He talked about how Oasis V3, as you said earlier, is going to provide all sorts of information that we're going to be able to provide even better feedback, even better understanding of the value that the IAQG can bring to the industry. What are some of the things that you're hoping to find with that data from Oasis? What we hope to do is uh, to give an image and uh, mm -hmm. a way forward and an opportunity to the leaderships of the, uh, the company which are inside uh, uh, the 9100 in order to know uh, where they are. Very simple. The objective is to give them a benchmark where they are at compared to the, the rest of the world. And, uh, you know, all the leadership, all uh, the, the people which are managing the companies, they are all the same. They want to see, they want to understand, they want to react. And based on that, they want to decide and take action. And at the end of the day, what we want them to do is take action, take action in the direction of the 9100. But nevertheless, this way, nobody will say anymore that uh, they are not completely conscious of the importance of the uh, quality system in the organization and the standard and what they, it brings them in the business. How do you see that, especially with the ability to stay remote? I think you know, one of the things that we've learned with the pandemic and one of the things that we're seeing even in this last survey is how the view of the world and this hybrid approach and people being remote, audits potentially being done in a remote environment, how does that all come into play? Well, I think the message that uh, they, uh, most of the people deliver is to say, we want to do remote, but we want to have limits. We want to know where we are doing remote and where we should not do remote in order to ensure that when we are using the remote, we are in a per perfect added value activity and that uh, uh, using remote is not destroying something that is value added. So I think the people look at the limits and wants the limits to be written and identified. Agreed. And I would suspect, and if I'm not mistaken, Eric, when you joined the IAQG, that was at the beginning of the pandemic, correct? Oh, yes. I'm a full digital guy at the IAQG at the beginning for more than a year and a half. And uh, that may give me a, a different situation than any others because I didn't saw any of my colleagues for one and a half year. I worked out my resilience 
And uh, when I saw them, actually, they were much different than what I was expecting. And with that ability to still work remote and to still be able to collect the data and do great work, but you still, you saw firsthand, obviously, through the IAQG, and I'm sure you're seeing it also within Safran, there's still that synergy that happens face-to-face in real time. And are you seeing that playing a role even still moving forward? How do you handle that hybrid approach? We had no choice, first of all. Uh, the second point is that uh, we saw the limits of an hybrid approach. And uh, I must say that I discovered the power of uh, human to human speaking, you know, discussing, winning together. A human being, whoever he is, is done and is built to work together as a tribute and uh, uh, needs to be together. We can uh, help uh, to continue the work together with digital, but first of all, people need to see each other eyes on eyes. And when that's done, the synergy is is much higher. Agreed. There is definitely a power that happens when you're in the room with someone. But going back, one of the things that I saw in the survey that you did, we spent a lot of time about changing some of the questions that you had. And one of the sections of that annual survey that you did with the member companies was to really dive in and talk about the SCMH, which is the Supply Chain Management Handbook that the PSCI team provides to the industry, all the guidance materials and support materials for some of the standards. But you were asking the question about, do other departments use that outside of quality? Why were you looking at that? What was the reasoning for that? The objective was a simple, simply to see uh, that uh, we have the standard, but we have uh, today uh, tools available with the SCMH where we explain simply and efficiently the the use of the standard. It's a very, very powerful tool for anybody to learn. And my question was, uh, are we keeping that only for the quality team or is it uh, something that becomes obvious to the other department? So we we suspect that, of course, the quality, the supply chain, the program, uh, the engineering and development department, uh, we are going to be users. We were wondering if some other department uh, support function like HR finance might, might be uh, interest. And actually, the poor was highly uh, focused on the department which are in the value stream of developing, building, and creating a product from the first idea to the daily delivery to the customer. The departments which are more on the site were less interest for the moment, but I think it's more a question of they don't know it yet. So we have to invest on that. This tool is extremely powerful. And based on this statement, we wrote an article that we sent out by saying, forgot Google. Go to SCMH because uh, in Google, you can't verify what you have. In the SCMH, everything is simple in your language into the air industry, made for anybody to understand it. Whether you are a specialist or a a beginner, you find what you need and it's uh, simply explained. So you really have the standard, which is helping you to be sure you are doing well, but also the way to use it. And that's uh, extremely uh, valuable for anybody who's going into it. And we saw that the standard, which is popping out uh, 
and where many people are going to are the 9145, which is the APQP deployment, uh, which seems to be uh, the most popular and attractive one for everybody to understand what it's inside. Yes, it is. I, I noticed on the SCMH side of things, that is just an extremely popular area. And it, it is almost like a best kept secret, so to speak, isn't it? But we don't want to keep it a secret anymore. And we do want to get that out there. What are your hopes, Eric? If you were to look at a crystal ball and, and kind of wave your hand over it a year from now, what are some of the things that you're hoping that we can really begin to understand and enhance in terms of feedback and value that we can give to the industry, not even the industry, start with ourselves, start with our members, start with our suppliers, and and then go to the industry. What are some of the things that we really are hoping to move the needle on? My hope and uh, my wish and uh, my energy is uh, towards uh, making sure that uh, one day we will stop having different standards everywhere. And then whether you are customer and supplier relationship all across the supply chain, wherever you speak to one to the other, we will use a standard document, which are the EAQG document, avoiding to rebuild, redo or reconstruct something which already exists. And this way, it will be life simple. Whoever you talk to to a customer, you have the same applicable rules and the same applicable activity to be done. And whoever a customer is talking to you, is asking you the same things. But that's not only for to us, it's also to our suppliers. When we turn around and we do the same, we do the same to them. So it must become simple for everybody. For too long, everybody has been looking for having his own system. It's time to make it one unique system, which is applicable for all, which will simplify the life of the people so that we can concentrate on one unique thing, the product, at the end of the day, the end customer, and that makes the plane fly higher, faster, less CO2, and that we invest time on the product and not anymore on the standard and the systems. I love it. I love it. That's where the value happens. That's, I guess, where the rubber meets the road almost. So I have to ask one other question. What made you get into quality? For me, uh, it was a fantastic accident. I discovered that uh, quality uh, is the only place uh, where there is the light, which is lighting up all the organization around. And uh, it's like uh, uh, the place where you see everything in the company from a a high level uh, point. And uh, also, um, it's the only positive organization of a, a company. Because whatever you do, you try to improve. You try to transform. You can try to make it better. Because I believe that quality, improvement, progress, all of that is exactly uh, the, the same. So it's the place where tomorrow it's always better than yesterday. And uh, finally, I think I went to quality for one reason, because of my uh, capacity of uh, being positive to anything. And uh, many, many people are always saying uh, when we discover a problem, ah, uh, it's a problem. And me, I say, no, it's an opportunity. It's a moment where I can start working and start improving. So I think this job was perfectly uh, uh, dimension and built for me. Perfect. Opportunity to improve. I love it. Well, thank you very much, Eric. Was wonderful to talk to you today. Loved about how we learned more with regards to the performance team and the data and the information, the great things that are coming from the team to improve upon the industry at large. 
So thank you. Thank you, Suzanne. And um, thanks for all these questions which are uh, driving us towards the next step. And please, guys, this is not the end of the day. This is the start of a story. So um, everything I said is just the beginning. In uh, one or two years' time, it will be totally obsolete looking at the future we have in the air industry. Moving forward, that's exactly what we're trying to do. Thank you, Eric. And thank you all for listening to the IAQG Quality Horizon. This is Susan Matson. Until next time, stay safe, all. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Quality Horizon, a product of the International Aerospace Quality Group. Mm-hmm.